Welcome to the Irish Expat Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be covering the capital city, Rome. We'll be chatting about why we chose Rome, the Vatican and other guides, transport, accommodation, food and fun, value for money, and some overall tips if you're planning on visiting Rome. Hi, I'm Jane. And I'm Cormac. And welcome to the Irish Expat Podcast. We've been on the road for six months traveling the lengths and breadth of Italy. Season one is all about our six-week holiday from the southern city of Naples to the Lake Garda in the north. We'll be giving our best tips and tricks and talking about our highlights and mistakes. And how we've ended up moving to Florence. Make sure you're subscribed and if you like this episode then please give us a five-star rating. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at altliving and find out more about us on altliving.com. So hello, Cormac. How are you today, Jay? We're really, we're starting to get through it now, aren't we? Uh, we're getting there. We're getting Finally. there. It only took us about six months to Finally actually... find a rhythm. <laughs> yeah, it says we've been on the road for 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 six months. It's it's been like it, eight, it's ten nine now. Or ten now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the road's getting longer. <laughs> so um, yeah, we, it, it took us a little while to record some of these podcasts, but we're on a roll at the minute. So getting them done, we're getting them out there, getting them done. We want to thank Sheena from Galway Food Tours for uh, giving us a shout out on her social media page and actually giving us a kick up the arse to get these recorded yes <laughs> but we do have all of our notes uh but we just want to get them recorded as soon as possible so that we don't forget anything all the good parts yeah. all the good parts um so <laughs> we're on rome do you want to explain how many times we've been to rome and how we're breaking down these episodes so we've been to rome three times now is it three times or the twice i think it's twice officially twice, twice. officially yeah. twice officially twice so yes we're going to break it up because the last time we were there for the for the rugby our second time yeah it it, it quite the adventure we're going to separate that into another podcast cuz it doesn't seem fair to try and jumble it all up into one cuz that's a hell of a story by itself it is we're going to have some guests uh on the podcast our yes. first ever guests um, yes, indeed. but yes so this podcast is going to focus on the official our first time going to rome we our stayed in first rome first time in rome we stayed in rome for 5 nights and um, we'll do a little bonus episode on the absolute disaster that was the last time we went back. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, Don't give anything away. Don't give anything away. It was just, oh God. Anyway, so you can look forward to that. That'll be our next episode out. Um, but yeah, so we'll just jump straight into it. Our first yeah. trip to Rome, we'd come from the lovely Sorrento. Yes. And we hopped on a train and got to Rome. And it was hot. It was 41 degrees the first day we were in Rome. Pretty much the whole time. We got to 42 at one point. Yeah, the thing about Rome, though, is just it's it's sticky. It is. It's sticky heat. Like, we were, we, we saw ourselves passing out, basically, in front of each other, being like, are you a little bit too warm? And we were like, yeah, I'm about to die. Do you want to go back to the air con and lovely cool room? Yes. Yeah. There, there ain't no Wait. Amalfi breeze no, knocking around. No, there's no breeze. There's no nothing. It was hot. Yeah. Hot, lad. So, yeah, that was August. Uh, no, it was it July? was it was just at the tip of July. Yeah, Sorry, the beginning yeah, of yeah, July. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I guess we'll start off. We'll work through our categories. So first is transport. I'll cover the transport, sure. Yes, um, a lot the, of options. There's so many options. You can get trains there. There's trains going all the time. Huge train station. Um, they have ride movies. They have line bikes. They have scooters. So these are all scooters and bikes that you can just get on through an app. Quite reasonably priced. Mm -hmm. uh, the line bikes were our favorite because I'm not very good at cycling and they were nice and low. So I was able to, like, you can adjust the seat quite low. Um, so we didn't mind cycling around a little bit. 
uh, especially in the heat. Um, there's taxis, there's Uber, there's Freenow, which is another taxi app that you can use. And then there's also the bus and the metro. So you're spoiled for choice, really, for getting around. Um, what we did in particular was, um, even though we didn't end up using it, because mm. it is quite a walkable city, I have to say. Although the hills, the it, hills are terrible. It's walkable, but it is very sparse. It's spread out. Like yeah. If you're walking from the Vatican down to the Colosseum, it's a, it's a very... Hefty walk. Hefty walk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I suppose the, the Vatican is kind of a little bit out of the out of the area. But what we mm. did was we booked... Um, there is these big bus tours, and they're pretty much in every city in Europe. And for an extra, I think it was like nine euro each, we could extend our bus tour tickets for three days. So our plan was because we were staying right beside the train station, which is the first and final destination of the bus tour. Mm. Our plan was to just use these tickets because we could just walk out of our gap and jump on the hop on, hop off bus. Yeah, and then get off wherever we want. Wherever you don't have to wanted. run the whole tour yourself. You can get off at any stop. So that's a great thing. It is a really, really handy ticket yeah. to have. So I think if you're nervous, if you're a nervous um, traveler, or maybe if you don't rely, if you don't want to rely on your Google Maps or mm. whatever, that just get that big bus ticket because you're not going to get lost and no. it's it's very very handy and i thought it was very reasonable otherwise the metro is so cheap the other buses are cheap if you're if you're a seasoned traveler and you don't feel uncomfortable yeah then obviously you can make your own way around um but that's what we thought ourselves would be great didn't fucking use it didn't use it at all no nope, no nope, we just used lime lime scooters and lime bicycles really in rome was there yeah and just walking yeah. so. i have to say out of all the like ride movie lime bicycles all the rentable services i found lime the, the most the cheapest one it was For most sure. affordable and I yeah. thought that they were the best set up bikes and they were the most popular there. As yeah, well. the, the, the baskets and everything with the setup was actually really, really good. But I, I have to say that the scooters were probably the cheapest scooters I've rented, mm-hmm. uh, even compared to Florence. Like they have ride mobile scooters here, but they're... yeah. Three, four year for five minutes, whereas the scooters in line were a lot less. Yeah. Were less a minute or and people like say that, like, obviously Italians are known for being crazy drivers. Yes. <laughs> but I actually thought it was totally fine cycling around there. They really respect cyclists in Italy across the board. So you're not going to get knocked yeah. over. It's totally fine. Just keep to the right, keep going. And for me, as a very, very nervous cycler, I know I was just following you the whole time, which was fine, but. Well, we were cy- we were cycling main roads like yeah. the main roads leading to the Vatican, mm-hmm. and you were cycling. So that's a big for anyone who's nervous. It's a big thing where yeah, Jane will tell you it's it's it, it's doable. It's yeah. doable. But then they also do have free now. So if you end up on the other side of town from mm-hmm. your accommodation and you want to just get a free now going home, obviously you can just jump on that. We will. Uh, and you you. You did bring over your free now app from Ireland. You didn't have to set up a new one or anything. Didn't have to set up a no. new one. So anyone from Galway who uses free now, or even I think Dublin as well. Mm-hmm. Anyone from Ireland really free your free now app will work in Rome. Yeah, so that's really handy. It's already set up for you to go. Yeah, and Uber has just kind of become more popular there, um, and you can get like Uber Blacks and everything. So yeah, there's there's loads of options for transport. I have to say, I thought it was really really good. Um, move on to accommodation. I'll let you take over the accommodation. Uh, we our first accommodation it was really kind of basic airbnb it was obviously an old hotel bnb air like bnb room that they've redone it was a perfect location as well for us for staying there because right beside the train station for when we were leaving the city and also for the hop on hop off bus mm-hmm. that was our destination starting point and finishing point so being yeah. two minutes from there was really really good i think we stayed there for the first three nights and the last two nights we moved to a more expensive area uh, no, of, we actually stayed there for four nights, and then we were only in nights. the we were in 
our second place was through booking.com and we went to a place called Hotel de Corsa which was quite northern it was quite a Vatican and a very fancy part of town yeah it was yeah in between the Pantheon and the Vatican and it was uh, yes and all the fancy shops all the fancy shops in that area Wasn't but it was a nice it was, it was very yeah it was, I didn't dig it too much it was very boutique they were trying to be really like strange with like lots of red in the room and like red furniture leather red leather furniture yeah. and like you know the kind of black white art on the wall you're kind of like well, yeah it wasn't really my no jam, no it yeah. was it was we it was weird it was weird the first accommodation was just like i think that's what we liked it so much it was literally just like an old hotel room that got redone as an airbnb and yeah. it was just plain and simple nice and easy there's a little kitchen there we cooked there one night um, yeah so yeah i thought it was really handy i just want to touch on the location of our accommodation and i don't want to give any spoilers for the next episode but we did stay by the train station our second trip back to Rome. Yeah. Because I thought it was just such a very, like, it's such a handy area. You get off the train, you know where you're going. We knew, mm. we know that area now around the train station, like the back of our hand as well. And our favorite restaurant in Rome is there as well. But I will say, if you're a woman traveling by yourself, try and stay about four blocks west of the train station. Because just the first couple of blocks around the train station are a little bit rough. Yeah. And a little bit dangerous. Like any train station at night, any train station area in a major capital city, most people will know that's where drugs, delinquents, everyone will hang out around that area. So you, you can feel a little bit uneasy at night. Yeah. I imagine, especially as a single woman, little four blocks west is already kind of into a bit more touristy area and a lot more people. So Yeah, and it's kind of like the main route to the Colosseum. But um, yeah, I would have just felt, I'd feel a little bit nervous staying in that area, if, even if I went back myself, knowing yeah. it very well. So, but again, if you're in a couple or if you're male, totally grand. No Absolutely bother, sound. But... Keep your heads about you and you'd be found. Yeah, yeah. Um, so food, the Ooh. fun, the fun bit. The food in Rome is absolutely stunning. Uh, we had a lot of different, like, firsts there mm-hmm. we had like our first taste of um a chain of sandwich shops that are el prosciutto-rios. yes so they're everywhere in, in everywhere. italy absolutely everywhere in italy this one near the trevi fountain though for us was probably our favorite across italy it's across all italy, real yeah. they make their own kind of um salsa verde basil pesto mashup of heavenly goodness it was delicious. Yes. And so around the Trevi Fountain, it's extremely busy. All the restaurants are extremely busy. There's queues out the door for sandwiches, for gelatos, all the rest of it. And that prosciutto, sure, we got a lovely table sitting outside. Uh, less than a two minute walk from the Trevi Fountain. Yeah. Um, so we just, we'd recommend that. Again, it's in our Excel sheet. Um, then you wanted to bring me to a very special pizza place. Yeah. So Antico Forno Roscicoli's. So if anyone like me is a fan of any of the, the Munchie series on YouTube or Frank Panetto's old show, The Pizza Show, he goes to this place and they do the Roman style pizza, which is more square, square based by weight, uh, kind of with a focaccia base. And it is absolutely unbelievable. If you like pizza, yeah. go to this place. We had a, what, a whole roast chicken dinner pizza. It was, is that the way to describe it? It was so good. We went in <laughs> and it was like really affordable, I thought, as well for mm. it being so famous. <clears throat> Um, it's actually run by a Canadian chef. Isn't yeah, it? the the head baker now is Canadian. He's worked there for like nine or ten years, so mm-hmm. he's running it for them now. But it's extremely it's super busy. But we managed to get an outside table, which was great. It's kind yeah. of just pull a stool up to an old shelf. And it, we'll... <laughs> it, 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 it's down. It's down a side street past a church, not far from the Pantheon, and it's very much you know they take over the whole street. That's their yeah. restaurant. <laughs> like um, again, that's that's what makes it so special in Rome is 
people eating out on the streets. Yeah, but we walked in and we just said, hey, um, <laughs> can you give us like four different types of pizza slices? Give us your favorite. And yeah. one, the next one was better than the last one. It was absolutely unreal. Yeah, I, I think my favorite one, they just had a tomato, tomato base. That was it. Yeah, there's no cheese tomato or sauce, that, nothing, yeah. and it was the nicest tomato pizza I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I liked the old roast chicken now when I have oh, to say. Oh yeah, but um, sliced potatoes and everything on the top. It was. I never thought Key I'd to like to an Irish woman's heart. I never thought I'd like potato on pizza, but I have to say it was the, the, the Romans could do it well. And then we'll talk about our favorite yes. favorite restaurant, which we've been back to like five or six times. Yeah, now. I think it, it's probably the most visited restaurant in. Italy for us, even though we live in Florence. Yeah. <laughs> this place in Rome is still our most visited. So, Ristorante Pizzeria al Fagianatetto. We'll link it in the description. We'll link it in the description. <laughs> I could be butchering the name, obviously. It's right by the train station. Uh, it's been there since like 1923. A really old school restaurant, massive inside, huge ceilings, you know, murals the, on the walls. Murals on the walls, blue skies, absolutely stunning. But the biggest thing is is it eight euro or nine euro for the best nine. pesto pasta in the entire world we have ordered that we even got it for a takeaway once like i think we've had pesto pasta from there like six or seven yeah, times we, the first night we like arrived and it was kind of late and i think we were considering getting like kfc or something on the corner we were kind just of for bit... takeaway we're a bit hungry we just arrived we'd done our little bit of walking around rome and we're like we'll get food on the way back and KFC, luckily, or wherever it was, it closed. Jane was sitting in this place having a beer. And we just said, oh, is it okay if we have some food for takeaway? They were like, of course. Sure, no yeah, they were so accommodating. The nicest staff yes. I've ever met in the whole world. They had two guys on the floor. Just two guys. That was it. And they had their shit together. Yeah, covering about like, 250 seats. Like. 250 seats. And they had about eight or nine languages between them. Yeah. And like anyone that was coming up to the door, they were just like switching languages. It was incredible. Like most places in Italy are. But Very handsome waiter who works there. Very handsome waiter. Who decided handsome to waiter. join me for a beer. I was delighted. Yeah, <laughs> while I wasn't there, you know. It's typical. <laughs> Uh, he, so, was lovely, you know, he was lovely. He was lovely. He was sad. Just be careful go. when you leave your girlfriend at a restaurant. You can guarantee that she's going to be joined by one of the waiter or the owner of the establishment <laughs> or or something. Okay. Actually, you have to keep a company. I was on my own. Yeah, sure. I shouldn't have left. <laughs> but yeah, I cannot recommend that restaurant enough. It's really affordable. Mm. They give you free bruschettas when you sit down. Um, the only thing I wouldn't recommend is that some of their fish, which is very obviously on the menu, some of their fish is frozen. So just don't go for that. Yeah. And chicken across the board in most Italian restaurants are, is shite. So just don't go for the chicken. Go for the pizzas. Go for the pastas. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. And you'll literally, like, it's three euro, a big beer there. Bottle of Prosecco is only a tenner. You can't, like, you can't, you, you can't spend go wrong. money. Yeah, you can't yeah. spend money there. So, like, we recommend it if anyone's getting off the train and you want a quick lunch, a nice plate of pasta, cheap beer and a bottle of Prosecco, go, go there. Yes. Yes. You'll have the best time ever. It's cheap, it's cheerful, it's authentic, it's Italian, it's just... Favourite restaurant lovely. in Italy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. So, fun. I'll start the fun, but we had a lot of fun in Rome. We did a lot. Um, we did a lot. We did a lot. So, we were there essentially for five full days. And for the last two days of the trip, one day we spent... Um, up in that kind of rich area of town. We were tired. We knew we were going on to the next leg of our journey, so we didn't do much. And then the second last day, we ended up in an Irish pub and uh, had decided to stay there for the day because it was so hot and I've had Eric Khan and there was a great Irish bartender there who was giving Corm a lot yeah. of tips about getting a job in Italy. 
So those two days were kind of write-offs. So we had three full days in Rome and I have to say, we did everything. We covered absolutely everything. We did the big bus tour on our final day because we wanted to use the tickets and we'd actually seen everything already from just walking around and from the different There was only a a couple of things that we hadn't seen so far and that was like the the chariot field where they used to race the chariots and stuff up beyond the Colosseum and some of the garden areas. They just wouldn't be arsed walking. Yeah. But the bus tour brought you through, which was lovely. Um, but yeah, we did we did quite a lot. So on our first night, because we were staying by the train station, we decided to just wander, um, which was kind of nice. Cormac came up with this really funny plan, which was just, we just what we just walk around the streets and then we just follow wherever the ferry lights were. Yep. So that was kind of our plan. We didn't want, we had some guided tours booked in, which I'll talk about in a minute. So mm. we kind of, on our off days or in our off evenings, we decided to just wander um, so the first night we just came upon the Colosseum and the Pantheon, which was lovely. Um, then the following day we had a guided tour of the Capuchin Crypts. And yes. I booked this because I love Macabre. Mm. I love, um, you know, I love a good old Egyptian mummy. I love that kind of stuff. And now this isn't for everyone. Um, but what I will say is, so it's where some of the old monks used to live and it's um, five crypts one after the other and it's all made of the bones of the monks mm. so there's like chandeliers made uh, by monks there's and i will i will just preface this by saying that um even in the first crypt there there are the bones of three children medici yeah. children so uh if you're not into the macabre or if you feel like you might get a bit upset by it it can be a bit full-on not yeah. for everyone not for everyone it is literally you know body parts screwed to the walls all Lo- uh, yeah it's all bones fibers. there's no body parts there's no but body bones, parts yeah but all the bones are, are so, on the wall um, there's no photography allowed but maybe just give it a little bit of a google there are some pictures on google images and just take a look if you actually would want to go and see something like that because we found be. it fascinating because when you're actually down there it's very different than looking at a photo yeah um but they bring you into the actual uh, monk museum first and our tour guide what was his name I think it was Enrico. Enrico, he was class. Yeah, he um, was absolutely one of the best tour guides I think we've we've had before. Yeah, easy. and the, the tour was about 21, 22 euro each. Again, where we got the tickets. Um, I think we got them through Get Your Guide. If we didn't get them through Get Your Guide, we got them through TripAdvisor. Anyway, the link is in that description. Um, but it was maybe an hour and a half long. Hmm. Uh, almost two actually by the time because he gave us a little bit of a rundown of the Medici square that was there yeah. as well um, and he it was so busy that he had to split the tour into two so half the group went with um, another lady and they mm. went ahead of us and then we just waited around with your man and he was sound as a pound we were delighted that we got into his group yeah he's the, he's the kind of lad that you want to go to a drink with afterwards yeah. you know like <laughs> you want to finish the tour and be like you want to go for a pint <laughs> he just seemed very interesting. He was really nice, well detailed, but just good crack. A really, really open guy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to tell him about the funny joke? Oh. <laughs> he was loving Cormac. <laughs> yeah, he was loving us. So he, we were in there, and uh, he just turned around. He was like, "Oh yeah, there's only one, one like uh, set of bones in the whole place that isn't Italian." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "It's uh, an Irish guy," and he was like, "Can anyone guess?" where he is or who he is and we're like what and he, <laughs> he just pointed at one of the chandeliers and just went it's chandelier 
<laughs> to which I obviously was the only person in the entire room that broke down <laughs> laughing hysterically. <laughs> I was good crack. He was, he was good, good crack. crack. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, again, not for everyone. But if you want to do something different, if you've already been to Rome and you've seen the Vatican or you've seen yeah. kind of the main sites, I highly, highly recommend going. No, there. you gave us some very interesting information as well with the squares and yeah. like how all the marble and the families used to be traded and mm-hmm. stolen and. Like people were in, like it's very fascinating that the whole area now. Mighty tour, good afternoon. Yeah, really, 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 really good tour, and a good way to get out of the sun for a few hours. Yes. Um. <laughs> then we went to the Trevi Fountain. Trevi Fountain was beautiful. Mobbed. Mobbed. Absolutely so busy. You, you, all know yourselves. People love getting their Instagrams taken there, so it's a lot of people just taking photos. You can get up to it, all right. It's actually not that bad, but it literally you have to get past a wall of people taking in their Instagram photos. Yeah, so I, I recommend you get going down there to either it. late at night if you go to a bar maybe in yeah. that area, and then go very late at night, or if you're an early riser, which we aren't, go very very early in the morning. Yeah, way. I do know there's like two little bars actually that have little uh, balconies overlooking the fountain because I know I have some friends that went there and they they sat up there and you could just look over it then have a drink. Yeah. Now. You all know yourselves, it's probably going to be expensive for an Aperol spritz up there. Absolutely, yeah. It it might be worth it if you want to take the little break and sit down and not be amongst the crowd and Mm -hmm. actually have a good view of the fountain. Yeah. Then the next place that we went to was the, we did a full day in the Vatican. And I will say, you know, we've gotten through the Uffizi in an hour in Florence. The Vatican is a full day. Full day. Even if you're just belting through it, even if you don't get an audio guide tour. So Mm. there's lots of different options. Pre-book your tickets. Pre-book your tickets. I don't Holy know, shit. The amount of bloody people that I saw standing in a queue for hours. And I was like, should we, like, you could book it even the morning off. So there was like a 200 meter, 300 meter long queue that wrapped around the outside. And I think I just noticed that it was, that there was a small sign that said pre-booked tickets in this yeah. Like there was no one in the queue, but there was like pre-booked tickets. So we just walked up the front. Walked straight in. And I think we were a little bit late for our meeting. For like we booked in for one o'clock, but we didn't get there till like half one two because of delays with the the bicycles and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just walked straight in. Yeah. And no it was problem. fantastic. No problem at all. Small security check, and that was it. So yeah. pre-book your tickets. Don't don't queue up for a walk-in ticket. No. It's, it's not worth it. So I would recommend um don't get an actual in-person guide. I recommend getting an audio guide. Yeah. Um they're super handy. I think they're only nine quid as well. We didn't opt for either of those. Mm. Um, I had been to the Vatican once before and I'd done quite a lot of research beforehand. And my parents had been there yeah. um, only a couple of months beforehand as well. So my dad had given me some tour guide books as well. Um, so yeah, we just walked around it. But even just kind of walking around, it was extremely busy again. There yeah. is aircon, thank the Lord. Um, but now we did stop in the middle of the Vatican because they have a bar in the Vatican. They have a bar have. in the courtyard. So we had a glass cool. of prosecco yeah. in there just to say that we had a glass. So of that, prosecco that's the Vatican. other thing for anyone. Yeah, you actually can. You can have a little bit of food. You can get your drinks. You can sit outside in the shade doing activities every single day. Yeah, <laughs> it can be tiring. Can be so tired, we were yeah. just like get a glass of prosecco and then go at it again and we got the rest of the the Sistine Chapel and everything after that which was incredible now once we walked out of the Vatican and this could have been why it was so busy but I assume that it's so busy anyway we Mm -hmm. went on the hike this summer and the Pope was making some kind of special appearance 
Yeah. And so when we walked out, the entire Vatican City was locked down and you'd have to go through security and you could only go through security at certain gates. So we ended up having to actually walk around the long arse way around the whole of Vatican City. Yeah, so we were trying to get, we picked out a restaurant on the other side. Which had over 5,000 Google reviews and mm. it was up around 4.7 stars. So I said, yeah. oh, we'll have to go here. Yeah. Hopefully it's not too busy with all the crowds, but thankfully everyone was going in to see them see, or to see them say mass or something. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We the balcony or so like um we actually got to the restaurant and it was empty but across the board the restaurant that we went to before we went into the vatican to just get a coffee the staff were the rudest we've encountered in italy and mm-hmm. then the meal that we had just outside of the vatican afterwards was the worst meal that we had on our whole trip yeah so do not do not go anywhere around the vatican for food or for coffees or for anything i have never seen waiters hate their life as so much as much. that first restaurant. Yeah, there's a restaurant like, just I've, across I've, from I've the worked with people who hate their lives in restaurants, yeah. but holy crap, that the first area. place was horrible. And it was right beside the entrance as well. So no, fair enough, they're a very, very busy place, but... They were just so rude. Like because um, we, we just wanted drinks, and they wanted nothing to do with us then. Yeah, they sat us, like, essentially the on the yeah. side of the pavement, wouldn't come to us for ages. They were just really, really rude. Yeah. Um, and again, the, the second place that we went to... The staff were nice, but the food was just so bad. I didn't eat any of mine. No, like mine we ended was... up having to go for a second dinner yeah. afterwards because it was just that bad. Now maybe it just wasn't to our liking. Obviously, lots of people seem to enjoy it. But... Uh, maybe a bad day, just you know, it happened to be a, a bad time, but we just we did didn't not like it. it as well. Yeah. So, um, I would recommend not going anywhere near the Vatican for no. food or drinks. No. Um, just get in, bring your water with you, bring your sandwiches, bring whatever. Go in and have a lovely drink in the Vatican Garden. Yeah, see the Sistine Chapel. The hour long exit, as uh, as we call it. Exit through the gift shop, and there's about 10,000 gift shops. I just. A million of them. I wanted to get out of that stage. I was tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had enough of our old history and museum. I had enough of seeing Baby Jesus at that point. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, I would just say just mark it in that the day that you go to the Vatican, it's long. Um, mm. Now there are actually evening tours of the Vatican, and you can go in for special late nights. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, so I would recommend that if you went in, like if you had like a day of just chilling, having a nice mm. lunch, and then maybe went in at six, you're still not going to get out until half nine, ten o'clock. Do you know their price difference? I don't know. I don't mm. know. But I, I, yeah, just we'll if, find out. Yeah, we'll find out. And um, but yeah, that's I, I'd recommend that or just. If you're going to the Vatican, you're doing that. You're going for dinner and you're going to bed. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Nothing else, lads. Nothing else. Um. So the next one that we did was we walked around Tratisvera, which yes. is in the southwest of the city. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like hipster, young, lots of craft bars, lots of cool little restaurants. Yeah. My parents were actually staying in that area when they stayed. And I have to say it was very, very nice. It's one of the most famous areas in Rome for, mm-hmm. for outdoor drinks, for bars, for parties. It, everyone just says, oh, go down there. You'll have a great time. They mean it. You'll have an amazing time. Like we found a lovely community square with the, was it a cinema setup? Yeah, a cinema setup, yeah. All these kids running around, people having like two, three euro Aperol spritzes. Yeah, great little area. Um, so highly recommend that. Mm. Again, it's a little bit far away from everyone. But you can just get a free now or whatever back to your area. Yeah. Or if you wanted to split the trip and say that you were doing two nights in one area, maybe near the train station, and then two nights maybe in the Trasfera area. That'd be beautiful. That'd, that'd be, be the way to nice. do it. Yeah. Um. 
And then the last two ones were the big bus tour. Can't recommend it enough. Get your bit of history in. It only takes an hour. You drive around the city. You see everything. Hop on, hop off. So yeah. you can you can do it all day, or you can get the tickets for three days, which we got, but we only used the tickets for once. <laughs> um, and then our final kind of fun place was we went to the Abbey Theatre Irish Bar. Um, yes. So there's lots of different Irish bars in um, in Italy. So we do have to say that. Finnegan's, which is the bar that Cormac works in in Florence, they have a they have a sister pub down in Rome, which is also called Finnegan's. And yeah. if you're looking for an authentic little Irish dive bar boozer, you look no further, lads. Yeah, so there and the Abbey Theatre are our two favourite little yeah. Irish bars. There, they have aircon, packed as could be, especially around if you go over for a match or they something. Have, they have aircon and Irish staff, so yeah, you know. Good, good for a little change. If you can't you're, go too wrong. If you're doing a long trip. If you miss early. home, lads, after two or three days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a pint of Guinness. Come on, please. Uh, but yeah, they're both good fun and a um, little bit pricey, but not too bad. Mm. Um, so that brings us into value for money. Um, what did you think overall for the value for money? Overall, I think Rome was actually pretty good because we were very surprised when we had the, the, the pastas and stuff in our restaurant the first time, how cheap they were. And then... Uh, the first night of the Colosseum, when we were kind of getting used to the area, we found a place with beers overlooking the Colosseum for two euro. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, there's a lot of tourist traps in Rome, a lot around the Vatican and the big, big touristy areas. But I have to say, you you will find you very find cheap deals, options. Yeah. And dinner as well, food, like main courses for 10 euro, 15 euro in a lot of, um, a lot of local places. So... I gotta say, it was better than I thought. I thought Rome was gonna be just on steroids for being touristy and famous and Same. people visiting, but I gotta say, it was actually really well balanced with them. Um, yeah, it is. Now, it like is beers, a beers and Irish bars are expensive, obviously, obviously. Yeah, but everything else, I have to say, like pizzas, bottles of Italian beer and wine. Yeah. Very good value. I think Very Rome is overall. a great week, like long weekend destination. Yeah, you can do a lot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought the value for money was really good. Taxis were cheap enough. Food was cheap. Beers in certain places were cheap enough. Um, so yeah, I have to accommodation say, was cheap enough. Accommodation Everything. was great. There's so much accommodation there that they mm. can't really charge that much. So our accommodation was actually only around 55 euro a night, which was yeah, brilliant. So it's unbelievable for Rome. Yeah. Um, uh, last kind of tips uh, or tricks for Rome. I just have two uh, one is bring good walking shoes because Rome is on is it eleven nine hills or eleven hills or something. You're going up and down a lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of hills, so just bring good walking shoes. Again, if you're walking around the Vatican, uh, you're walking a lot in Rome, and so yeah, just bring good walking shoes. And then the other thing that I would say is that if you're thinking about going to Rome, get there um at the latest in the year by the end of May, mm. and uh or from September onwards that june july august it's peak tourist season it's so busy it's over 40 degrees don't recommend yeah um but any other time of the year it's actually what about lovely. i just remember now for the capuchin uh for the catacombs did you have to cover your skin in any way or something in that place yes you did so women couldn't have uh, or women or men you couldn't have your knees or your shoulders on display so yeah. um you know i just had a light little shirt with me Yes, yeah, so that just came into my mind just for people to be aware that yeah, I'd certain, like like, pants, yeah, yeah. certain religious elements are going to be... And especially if you're, if you're going away. into certain parts of the Vatican as well, you need to be covered as well. Yeah. So 
bring your linen shirts, bring your linen long pants. Bring um, all the light long gear. Yeah, and just have it in your bag because you won't be let in otherwise. Yeah. And you're also not allowed to wear hats in the Sistine Chapel or in any church for that matter, mm-hmm. if you're male or female. Um, it's just a sign of disrespect there. So yeah, just be warned. A lot of places there are no talking, no photos. They have security there, they'll tell you they they generally don't. Yeah. They, so they just do it obviously as their job. They don't give out or get angry. In any church or um, museum, if there's a body buried there, then, um, you know, technically it's a grave and therefore you're not allowed to take pictures, yeah. which is totally fair enough. So just be warned, keep your smartphones in your pocket. You can find the photos on Google. Do you know, I know mm. everyone wants to get photos for the gram, but like, do you know, yeah. what are you going to be doing taking a selfie like at yeah. somebody's bloody grave? It's not, it's not that cool. And, and an overall kind of observation from my side, I think Rome was the one place that our phones died more than anywhere else with the heat. Yes. So just bear in mind, bear in mind, I know everyone has the issue now, but when if you're coming in the height of summer to Rome, Bring your charger, your phone, bring your like, battery box. We found especially for the line bicycles or the scooters when we put the phones out and we were using it for directions with the maps, they were just dying yeah. so fast and getting overheated. So just be wary of that. Just be careful mm-hmm. when you're traveling around. Maybe use one phone and the other person needs their phone in a bag or handbag or something. Yeah. Um, because that was one thing for us that ended up being very, very annoying. Very, very <laughs> annoying. So uh, we'll do our little point score now. Um, For transport i'm gonna give it a nine because there was so many different options um again but buses metros trains everything everything, everything. Ever watch, so yeah i think i'll match it up with an eight i think i'm gonna give it an eight for transport in general fair the the traffic can be a little bit hectic yeah the traffic is a little bit hectic in the hills and stuff but overall really really good really um good. accommodation uh it was cheap it was cheerful our second accommodation was a bit rubbish and our first one was just a bit plain. Um, but I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. It I was think a little bit difficult to find some accommodations there yeah, as well. Yeah. So. Well, I think I go with 7 out of 10. There was, a le- there was less options for our budget, but overall they were very yeah plain and simple. Kind of easy. To, we, we easily checked into them and stuff. So the world, the it, we weren't complicated. Yeah. Nice and easy. Food, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I'm only docking at one mark because we had that really bad experience <coughs> at the Vatican. Yeah. Um, but across the board, there's some gorgeous restaurants that really good Yeah, I'd I, I follow that up with an, an 8 or nine, 9 myself, actually. Yeah, 9 has to be because the, the the pasta alone and the, the prosciutto and like the, the pizza places that we found were some of my favourites yeah. in Italy. So. Um, For fun, I'm going to give it a 9. Um, I'm only docking on one mark because um, you can't, uh, it, it was just so touristy. It was just so full. Everywhere was a bit yeah. full. And I got a bit anxious in the Vatican that it was just so crowded. So um, again, I'd probably give it full marks if we went there outside of Outside the of the tourist season. Yeah, for sure. I think I'd give it a nine as well for fun. Um, same as yourself. Just a little, everything was really good fun, but a little bit over touristy for me touristy, yeah and then value for money i'm going to give it a nine as well um i'm only going to dock it one mark because uh there are just a lot of tourist traps uh thankfully yeah. at that point we had a tiny bit of italian and we were speaking to enough people that they were giving us tips on where to go yeah so yeah that's the only yeah, reason no value for money nine as well i think um everything that we got in terms of food in terms of prices for the bus tours for the catacombs was really affordable and we had a lot of fun doing it so yeah it was a little um, bit uh, obviously Rome was one of our most expensive places actually overall because we did so much we did a lot but we did a lot. it was definitely definitely worth it 
Um, so our overall score for Rome is actually a little bit higher than I thought. It's 85. Yeah, wow. So it's coming fourth on the leaderboard right now. Um, or no, sorry, third on the leaderboard out of third. four. Third, okay. So um, now we will be doing our special bonus episode with um, our two special guests. Yes, indeed. <laughs> a very angry Welshman but... and a lovely American lad. <laughs> um, and we'll be talking about our experience of going to Rome for one night for the Irish rugby match. Oh, um, yes. So it'll be a very different experience. We won't be we won't be scoring it or anything like that. We'll just be giving our hilarious how we got scammed <laughs> yeah. multiple times. <laughs> um, so yeah, we hope you stay tuned for that. We're Jane and Cormac. We hope you enjoyed our Rome episode and tune in to the next leg of our trip in Italy, Siena. If you like our podcast, then please subscribe and please give us a five-star review. It's free and takes just a couple of seconds. You can follow us on socials at Alt Living and you can download our Excel sheet with all of our accommodation, restaurant, transport experience and budget details for our six week holiday on altliving.com. See you next time, guys. See you next time.